0: Hi hey everyone, this is Cam from the Recruiting with Data podcast. This week's episode is with Dean Decosta. For those who know Dean, you'll love this episode. For those who don't know Dean, he's an absolute star in the recruiting world. He's published over 400 YouTube videos showing how recruiters like ourselves can combine tools to streamline the job. really think you'll like this quick episode. If you're at SourceCon in Austin, go up and tell Dean what you liked about it. Listen in for the next 20 minutes or so to learn all about the recruiting world. Bye. So tell me a little bit about what your day-to-day is like at Waukee's.
1: Oh, that's it, it, it. there's no continuity in it. Uh, it. It can it can be different things on different days. Uh, long story short, it's a lot of looking for things that other people can't find. Yeah. And then that's really about it in a nutshell.
0: What do you do to find people like that?
1: Uh, it's a lot of different things. Sometimes it's looking at places that they don't seem to want to look, or it's looking for people who have written stuff or talked about stuff and then... Finding the contact information and putting it together from scratch that way, um, mm-hmm. it just it just it's just tough to say. Sometimes it's targeting specific companies, sometimes it's mm-hmm. um, I mean oh, it's, so it's a matter of um, you know just doing detective work. I just put on my, my just put on my hat and be, do the detective thing. That's really the best way to describe it it's just it can be anywhere. I could literally get the info or the person or the whatever from anywhere. It just really depends.
0: Yeah, that's that's interesting. Where or what roles do you typically fill over there? Is there uh,
1: any? Again, could be anything, but lately a lot of developers, structural mm-hmm. people, sys engineers, um, mainly with security clearances.
0: Okay, and what uh, what kind of engineers? Software engineers, in yep. addition to, yeah. What technologies typically?
1: i got to be careful, you know, it is Lockheed Martin. I can only say so many things here, but um, mm-hmm. typically it's diverse, safe, sharp.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, what, uh can you tell me what the best recruiting organizations you've seen, what do they do differently than others?
1: Um, one, they work in relative harmony with their hiring managers. It's not adversarial. Okay. Uh, a lot, me, A lot of a lot of companies. It's very adversarial, adversarial, and that's really wrong. That's not the way it should be. That's number one. Number two, um, there's not a there's um, understanding. In the end, you can only do so much. There's no nobody is going to find. I don't care who you are, how long you've been recruiting. There has been something that you couldn't find, just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Even me. And, peop- and, and, and good companies understand that. It's like anything. I mean, not everything can be done, especially given the criteria done. Now, usually, like in my case, when I can't find something, it's very rarely I can't find the skill set. It's because I can't find the skill set in the location for the price they want. And that's mm-hmm. where uh, being in a cohesive unit with a hiring team comes in handy because then you can say, hey, listen, found what you want, but this is how much mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. And doing the research... That's the, how much they should be getting paid, and then they say, "Well, okay, let's pay them that," or they say, "Well, we can't pay them." Out. I go, "Well, then you're going to have to think about, you're going to have to rethink things when it mm-hmm. comes right down to it." You know. And when it comes right down to it, people uh make what they make, and you've got to either pay it or you don't, and that's a decision. And I've seen companies or been in companies where they don't want to hear all that. They're like, "I don't care. I want a job developed 15 years of experience, and I'm only going to pay him twenty five an hour. If you can't find him, then I'm going to fire him. then I'll tell your manager he'll fire, you and we will find someone again, and I go, "Good luck with that."
0: Yeah. I, now, if you have a good
1: uh, man, if you have a good manager, the manager will back you up, and nothing will happen. But if you have a, a if you have a uh, paper manager, he's going to get rid of you or she, and find somebody else who's also not going to be able to do it, and they're going to get rid of them. And eventually, someone's going to figure out it just can't be done for that for those criteria.
0: Yeah, I uh, am an ex developer, so I can definitely relate to that kind of experience on yeah. my end. Yeah. Cool. Um, moving forward, what, what's something you've learned over the years that uh, you didn't think you would learn in recruiting or something that sticks out?
1: Um, well, it's not something I learned in recruiting. It's not recruiting specific, but it, mm-hmm. it, I, I learned it as a recruiter. Um, one thing I've learned is when you're in a big company like a Microsoft Like a a Yahoo, like a Google, like pretty much anything that's a big company where they have multiple groups. Each group is almost like its own little company, and whether or not you really enjoy it and you like what you do is really depending on your manager. Your manager plays a large part in it. If there's someone that has your back and knows what they're doing and does the things that you need to help you, it's great. But if you have a manager that basically doesn't and throws you to the wolves and doesn't have your back. It sucks, and it doesn't matter how good the company is. It's really that manager mm-hmm. that determines that.
0: Mm-hmm. Gosh, um, yeah, I haven't. I have not personally worked in a huge company, but I can imagine uh, that being a big problem.
1: Right. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Um, any tips or tricks you can share um, as far as for the entry level recruiters? So the vast majority of the people that listen to. Uh, our podcast just getting bef- started. Bef-
1: before you go jumping around saying, look at the new tool, look at the new toys, look at everything else, learn the basics. Learn basic Boolean, basic x raying, learn how to be a detective, learn how mm-hmm. to follow the breadcrumbs um, first. As far mm-hmm. as any big tricks or anything, the biggest thing is when you are looking at a job and you're looking to hire someone, stop thinking everything on the job description is what you need to find because it's not and that's a big mm-hmm. mistake people make job descriptions inevitably will have three things the have to have the nice to has, and the it'd be really great but whatever has basically mm-hmm. the only you always always start with the have to have and see what you got first now some people like to start with a lot of people narrowed down. Some people like to, start, like to create a thing that will narrow it down as quick as they can and go up. I, like, I, I go for the have to have. If there's too many people, then I'll start putting in the nice-to-haves. If there's still too many people, then I'll consider the, it would be great if they have. Uh, but I start with the have-to-have. Have. One, because you just don't know how many people there are. Number two, because... There's a lot you can learn while you're doing that. You know, one of the biggest things that I preach and that a lot of people preach is before you go jumping in doing a, just doing a search – you really need to do your research, understand what it is you're looking for and where they are at, what the prices and salaries are, all that good stuff. If you start with just the half-the-haves and cast a wide net, you can actually do your research while you're searching because you'll learn things while you You'll see, oh, wow, I wonder what that is. at that? Oh, okay, well, these guys look pretty good. I wonder how much they make. You know, I mean, it, it just becomes natural. Whereas if you start really nichey. You're going to have to do a lot of research after the fact. That might make a lot of those niche people, meaning you've decided to go for nice-to-haves, have to have, want-to-haves, and you might find that most, of them, stuff that most of that stuff doesn't even work for you. So I always yeah, say so do you, you do your research, and, 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 and the idea is to search for the lowest common denominator, meaning the least amount of stuff they have to have. If all they have to have is four things, that's all you, you Start the search with that If you get too many people back that look good Then you can start adding the nice to have and stuff like that um, Because sometimes, like I said, sometimes it may not matter they, The yeah, nice so to has just don't exist
0: So then, going off of that Where would you say are the best places to do that research?
1: Um, it depends if it's just about technology. there are a plethora of places out there that you can, uh, that you can go ahead and do research that can lead you to some really cool technolo- uh, you know technology you know mm-hmm. what's this mean? what's that mean? Um, if you hang on a minute, I will actually tell you one. Um, okay. You just got to find it. i got so many freaking tools sometimes even I can't keep them all straight. <laughs> um, so uh, what were we just? Um, Rethink Labs actually has a really good tool where you can put in a job description and it'll tell you a lot about the job description. It'll tell you huh. the skills. It'll define the skills. It'll tell you... People who do these jobs typically come from this. People who do this job typically go to this. They typically stay this long. They typically so there's a lot of research that can be done right there. Glassdoor has a lot of really good research. Ladders, can ge- ladders not ladders, excuse me, uh, LinkedIn, as much as I hate saying it, can, ge- can give you some really mm-hmm. good research. Uh, and then a lot of it's just doing it on the net and looking. I mean, opening your mm-hmm. eyes and saying, and just looking.
0: Yeah, I, I had never heard of uh, Rethink Labs I'm definitely going to have to check them out.
1: Yeah, and then there's a tool out there called t- Talismatic that can give you a population report. Of Basically, you want a job developer, it'll tell you how many job developers are in the different wow. genomes. So it's a pretty cool tool. And then Fedger is a good competitive intelligence tool, as is Owler. They're both competitive intelligence, and that's something else you need.
0: You said the last one was Owler? Owler. Owler, okay. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's... Uh, super great! It's uh, speaking to as many people as we have putting this podcast together. I'm starting to kind of get like a master list of all the tools that people suggest you know, for you, what.
1: No, you, no, you don't. Trust me, I can't. Well, you master I... list of tools. <laughs> you, you have a few. <laughs> there are. Oh, I know. A lot of them out there, dude.
0: Yeah. What? Uh, what's your favorite?
1: Um. Right now, for me. Um, favorites, um, Data Miner, Luxo, and, um, Twofer. If I have, if, if I can't have anything but those four, I'm going to be pretty happy.
0: Wow. Okay. I'll have to check those out. I, I've heard of Hire Tool. I haven't heard of the other ones.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Dataminer's been around for a while. They were at Source, the last SourceCon, might be at the next SourceCon. Huh.
0: They Are they a Chrome extension? I might have actually heard of them.
1: Data Miner? Yeah, they have a Chrome extension, and basically okay. it's, scraping, it's a scraping tool.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, then I've at least seen the name before. That yeah. Works. I figured cool. you had. Yeah, it, it, as soon as I said that, I was like, you know, I think I've, like, used that briefly before. It looked a little familiar, but not extensively for sure. Understood. Cool. What – uh you have anything else you think we should share? What uh, – Anyone getting started should know or should not know? I had someone this morning tell me, here are the things recruiters should not know. (laughs) They'd give me a list of blogs. That was interesting. Uh,
1: um, No, I'm not a big At least five times a day. And what annoys me is the answer is one one post right below them. Just yeah. you know, do a little research yourself first, and then if you can't find it, then ask. It's like some people out there don't even bother researching. research. They're like, I'm just going to ask and get the answer. It's like, okay, so we're at mm-hmm. your beck and call because you don't want to do a little research. I've never asked a question on Facebook, and that's because usually mm-hmm. I do a little research myself and find the answer myself. Mm-hmm. That's and helpful. it's not like that's I know everything, because I don't. None of us do. There's <laughs> always new stuff. Yeah. But I, ne- I mean, I don't want you know, everybody's busy. I don't want to be bugging everybody else trying to answer a question if I can find the answer myself. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm more likely to remember the answer if I find it myself. If someone gives it to me, I'm not as likely to to, to, to maintain that knowledge. And that's just a proven mm-hmm. fact. That's not me talking. That's just a fact.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I, I agree with that one myself. I spend a lot of time researching stuff. Um, yeah. But-
1: well, that's okay. the way to go i mean i always believed in it so that's all cool. there so
0: yeah
1: cool i think that wraps up my question what recruiters should know because knowledge is power and the more you know the less you have to worry about later um, mm-hmm. i would say don't be afraid to ask questions the only do any dumb questions one that's not asked uh, get involved in the groups on Facebook because there's a lot of really smart people there that are more than willing to help you. But whatever you do, before you go jumping the gun and asking, look, if I see on Facebook one more time, does anybody know a good tool that can find email? Just that I'm gonna.